0: to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in.
1: Well, welcome everyone to LashCast. We're here in our new studios. We're very excited. And welcome to the show,
0: Tess. Well, thank you.
1: Good to see you. And today we are going to talk about... Why are my eyes burning?
0: Periodically, the clients are going to call and they're going to say, my eyes are burning. My eyes are burning. And we thought we'd talk, uh, dedicate this episode to... The, the reasons why your client's lashes may be, or eye, eyes yeah, may be burning.
1: Exactly. So before we do
0: that, real quick, as always, guys, announcements, we've got three things
1: all coming out. First, we have LashCon already. You guys already know everything about that. So get your tickets. Price Next price increase is in like two or three weeks. So you do not want to delay. And day one tickets, we have less than 30 now. So if you've been thinking about it you want to go to the big event, like the whole thing, all four days, day one is what you want. The
0: whole enchilada.
1: The whole enchilada. And that's an important one to get because it also gives you the vip ticket which is sold out for everyone else so you want to get that but we have two other things we have coming up right now we are selling tickets to testney's lash allergy course how to overcome the lash allergy this course is revolutionary. We've had hundreds of people take it, and we've had hundreds of people tell us how amazing it was. In fact, I've had people retake it because they loved it so much and they just want to make sure they knew the content. We've talked about a lot of this stuff on our podcast, but if you really want the nitty gritty, you want the real nerdy stuff, this is where you take it. So go to the link in the bio on our Instagram, and you can sign up and buy the tickets today. It's going to be on August 16th at 5 p.m., and we're doing it live because we have new content. Huh. Not a lot, but we have a little bit more because Tusney got to know another doctor and he basically sat down with Tusney and they worked out some more details to really make the, the distinction between allergic contact dermatitis and, and irritant. And irritant. And there is something really big about that that that's really helpful for us to share. So we're gonna share that in the new information. So if you want to sign up today, go to our Instagram and click on the link in the bio. And lastly, we are about to announce at least two dates, maybe three dates for Tusney's last retention and styling course. That will be coming out probably in the next week or so. Um, we are hoping to be in Boston and Vegas. That's our that's our goal right now. We have to finalize the details, and once we have that, I'll let you know. That will be in September and October. So one's for the East Coast, one's for the West Coast. So hopefully you can join us, whichever is easiest for you. All right, Tess, let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about burning eyes. Now, mm-hmm. before we uh, started, you I got... I know what it is and you, you can't rattle off four things. And I just sat here like a monkey going, okay, whatever. I wrote some chicken scratch here and we're going to go over these four. And I think these four, there are solutions for these two. It's not just like, well, they're just red burning. Sorry, there's nothing to do. Hopefully we'll also give you some solutions. So first off, what are the four, big, quick overview. What are the four things that cause the burning eye sensation?
0: The first one's going to be any issue with the mybomium glands. Um, where are those those are little tiny little glands that produce a lipid like uh, substance it's kind of oily and it's kind of watery and it binds with the tear film to create a layer of protection over the eyeball and every time we blink uh, that film disperses and is spread over the eyeball and it protects it it's no it's it's more moisturizing than just plain water or saline solution it's got a little bit of those lipids to keep it from evaporating. There's actually
1: some cool videos. If you go on YouTube, I believe you've shown me where yeah. it shows it like real slow going. You can see a little bit of the oil excreting out of the eye. I mean, it's disgusting, but I it's, think it's
0: amazing. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, of when,
0: when you pull down your eyelid as if you're going to put eyeliner on the waterline, that's what most of us call it, the waterline, but the technical term is like the margin. Well, it looks just like plain skin, right? but it's actually not it's super dynamic. There is a division. the line is uh, the skin is is demarcated um, by this this gray line and every time the those two tissues kiss the yeah. upper and the bottom, there's this, this gray line that um, separates the two and the, the the glands disperse the oil. It's kind of like they... when I
1: kiss you. there's always like this little
0: <laughs> <Stop> no
1: <it. laughs> never mind. Stop disgusting you are disgusting yeah yeah so anyhow um, you always gotta go there yeah um sorry.
0: anyway it's a very dynamic um um little f- uh strip of skin which is kind of cool so
1: yeah. i was just thinking like you know what you see those people they're talking and you see that spittle like in their lips and it just stays there and all you can do is keep staring oh, and, like, at their mouth at and there's the... that moisture in the corners of their oh, mouth and oh, they opening they like and see and it spread oh. apart just that's kind of like what this is. It's like that substance it's that's on the eye. It. every, but t- every time but...
0: every time you blink it's yeah. it's um and that moisture is super important because that keeps the eye protected. It's yeah. like our first layer of defense just like our skin is the first layer of defense against bacteria and microbes and viruses. Um that that tear film is the first line of defense
1: so if this gets compromised in some way is that the problem that or gets blocked
0: yeah and and there's a couple of different you know mechanical things that can block it and it's typically called blepharitis now there's four different kinds of blepharitis there's you know um upper and lower or anterior posterior. you don't really have to know it's just you know in the front or the back uh, on on the top end the bottom eyelashes there's a, an oily kind of blepharitis there's a bacterial kind of blepharitis
1: there's the the Black, the mites are those that bluffritis
0: it, it can be but it's because they be. I,
1: I've seen people connect blepharitis with the mites saying the mites cause blepharitis but well, that... there's
0: always just like there's always bacteria there's always a flora uh-huh. on our skin and in some cases it can get overgrown in certain in certain kind of situations it's just kind of like a yeast infection right yeah. like there's always bacteria there's always yeast in your mouth but if something gets out of balance you know you can take antibiotics and then the wrong thing overgrows so and overgrown. we all know okay. what that feels like. Um, it's the same kind of thing with, with the eyes. Most of us don't have an issue with, with, um, a Demodex infestation. We all have them, but you know, some people with don't autoimmune issues, um, uh, hygiene issues yeah. can cause it. So normal amounts of, de- I'm, I'm not talking about that. Um, basically what happens is, um, there can be a capping, or or basically, just think about anything that impedes that oil coming out of the eye. Yeah. it can be an overgrown, um, a, you know, a, a need for exfoliation. Like we it's don't. It's almost actually- like a
1: zit, almost. Right, you get almost like a, a pressure, a buildup. Where it, I know where I've seen videos where showing where they warm that area where that gland is. Which helps to melt the plug.
0: Well, yeah. So here's here's a couple of things that happen with these these glands is that the oil is supposed to be liquid. Yeah. think I want you to think about like a an MCT oil or an olive oil or or like a a, veg, a liquid vegetable oil. It's liquid, right? But um, certain oils like shortening and butter they harden at at different temperatures, right? So when the oil is not super healthy, it can become very granular and it doesn't flow properly. It actually Plugs it kind of crystallizes, and that's that's when, when that causes a certain kind of blepharitis, and and you see more of this white underneath the if you pull the eyelid down, you can kind of see little tubes of white, like yes, or so white dots.
1: To be practical about this, so if someone's looking for solutions, like my clients' eyes are burning, this would be one of the things that they could say. If after we'll go through the other well, ones too, they'll. But this is probably the most difficult one. <laughs> I'm going to guess to analyze the other ones. I know are a lot easier to spot. This one's going to be a little harder. Like if you go through all the other lists and none of them work, this might be what's going on. Well, first
0: of all, let's just talk about the four issues of what it can be Mm -hmm. and then how you can treat it. Okay, so let's keep
1: going because otherwise I think we're losing people. We're getting really in the weeds on this one. Okay, so so
0: the first one can be caused by blepharitis. And you will know that by, you know, um, redness of the eye or any capping of those glands. Okay,
1: what would be the second one?
0: The second one would be um, not cleaning the eye area properly. Even if they're washing their face, if they're not cleaning the eye area, Area, like actually using the pads of the fingers and using a, a lash or a lid scrub or soap. People often
1: cl- use the brushes. Is that okay? Yeah, the
0: br- brushes. Yeah. Getting in there, getting making sure that you're getting in between the lashes and really rinsing, that's going to be good. But if you're just taking that water and you're effervescently splashing yeah. in your face and the only not thing touching that's touching lashes. it is the water, that's not really cleansing well enough, right? And yeah. what happens is the salts and the oils build up on the outside of the skin so that when the client touches or rubs her eyes or she first gets into the shower it's very stingy because she's experiencing that acidy film yeah. on onto the eyes
1: yeah in the early days I remember we'd get calls and people were like oh my eyes are burning when I went into the shower and for the initially we weren't quite sure what was going on but it, eventually we went well we once we understood that centeraccolids don't reactivate from water despite what everyone at that time was telling us back in 2008 2009 2010 we began to realize, well, it can't be the glue. The glue's inert, It's dry. It's cured. It's done. So it's not that. That's what we thought. It was residual you know maybe solvent or glue that's not it what it was we've learned was residual like salt and other debris that was building up so when the, the client
0: has um stingy eyes you need to say how so tell me about your washing machine are you actually they, she might say yes i'm washing every day but are you actually rubbing the skin yeah. are you squeegeeing the eye Are you know no i haven't done that so give that a try and that's gonna okay. that's gonna solve that and then problem.
1: next we'll we kind of already solve that one so that's how you fix number two we'll go back to number one in a second. number three What's the third thing that causes the burning up?
0: Um, okay, so if those glands aren't touching, if they are open, like during the, the lash service, mm-hmm. um, so that tear film isn't being dispersed and the eyeball is exposed and it's drying out, that can cause stinging, that can yeah. cause burning, right? And then the third, uh, the fourth thing, is, it's basically that third situation where the eye is parted, basically, mm-hmm. and the eye is getting dried out, but there's another element on top of it, and it's being exposed to particulate, or chemical fumes, or something like that. Now, I don't want to say chemical fumes, not meaning a cyanoacrylate because that's not a fume. The um, irritation that comes from a cyanoacrylate would be particulate. Yeah. And you think, what, what are you talking about? But it's actually, it behaves in the same way as dust does. It's not yeah. a, a caustic fume as, as, as chlorine gases. It, it
1: immediately bonds to moisture in the air and it creates a particulate. And that's so why it's like dust, right? It's think irritating. About like dust. That's why we sneeze. That's why our nose runs. Because it's basically, and we all know this because we ever take our glue course. We talk about SDSs and what type of. When he says for,
0: SDS, he means safety data sheet.
1: Yeah, we won't go into the details, but it basically explains why we know this is a particulate, not a vapor yeah. or a fume.
0: So, like a vapor would be caused by like chlorine gas, or yeah. you know, a, chlorine a,
1: doesn't a, bind with water in the air.
0: Right, and so so that's like out out in some chemical factory or something. You'd have yeah. to worry about that. So, and that could cause a a, a toxic. A conjunctivitis that burns the surface of the eye but that's not what's happening with cyanoacral. With, uh, what's happening there is it's pretty much getting dry. It's
1: almost like someone's pounding erasers by you and all that eraser is getting in your eye What's open yeah, all that right. dust and it's like burning it's irritating yeah. it makes your eyes tear and right. all that now so, the fourth one or the fifth one I said which I don't think you hit would be the, uh, the gel pad. Often the gel pad slides up a little bit and gets into the eye and can cause the eye to dry out, which is similar to the fourth or the third one you said, but it's caused by a different reason. It's not from the eye being open, but it's actually from a gel But usually
0: that's not doesn't necessarily cause burning, right? It can cause some irritation. Yeah, it
1: causes irritation, but it can at least open the eye a little bit and cause more of that drying out. Okay, let's go back then real quick. Let's go to the first one and see what's the solution. If someone's, let's just say you've gone through all the other ones and now you're still not getting a solution. So it looks like it. they can see blepharitis, I guess, if they have loops, I'm guessing, right? You can't no, probably see it with bare eyes?
0: No, I mean, you, you can tell somebody's got blepharitis because okay. you look at the eyeball and it is, it's red. It's its a little bit irritated. It's a red eye. You look at the margin of the lid and it's also red. And
1: this is before they even get lashes or, yes. or, or you can see this. And
0: okay. you look at the lash line and there's, there can be crusting, crusting and flakiness at the lash line. Just like you can sell somebody has dandruff. You can okay. see the flaking on the shoulders. You can see flaking in the scalp. In the same way, you can kind of easily diagnose, or not diagnose, but you can kind of spot blepharitis, right? And yeah. then you can ask some follow-up questions, are your eye, how do your eyes feel? Do they feel dry? Do they feel burny? Do they feel gritty? Do they yeah. feel grainy? Are your eyes watery? Those are just signs... that's just in
1: general, not yeah, with lashes, but before
0: and after lashes. Yeah. Now, the cure for blepharitis is, is a good lid scrub. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say lid scrub, it is just the act of cleaning the lids and the margins of the lid morning and night and then also using a warm compress to help um basically warm up that oil and get it from a solid state into a flowing state now the thing is is that it doesn't get cured from one night just like um being fit you don't get
1: or acne or any any skin you don't get fit
0: just by working out once it is a continual thing right just so so, so the same thing you don't get clear skin just by washing your face once you have to continually do it so you don't cure dry eye just by washing or doing a lid scrub and, and warm yeah. compress. So a client it. you're
1: going to suggest if it's a continuing problem they see him is I think one they probably should doctor, a doctor an eye doctor could you know probably check and see will recommend because I know that's what happened with me I went recently and the doctor's like hey do you have dry eyes and I'm like well just more recently she goes yeah and I, I can could tell because she has some of that on your right eye you probably just need to put warm compresses on your eye and then clean them every day and that should help um, fight yeah, that. Yeah, but
0: so here's the thing. Thing, your client's going to say, hey, my eyes have been burning. And you're going to think, oh, it's either blepharitis, it's, it's, um, they're not cleaning well enough, or it is the, the pads open. Usually it's going to be those first two. Yeah. And sometimes it's a combination of both, right? So you're going to say, you, you're you going to talk to them about the health of their eyes and what healthy lids look like. You want those glands, those margins to be clean. So you mm-hmm. want to be doing a really thorough job of cleaning the eye. You're going to talk about um, a lid a scrub. You can say Ocusoft. You can use you know, many of the lash cleansers are are safe for the eye. Here's the cleanser that I want you to use. You can use um, a little scrub tip or a little, um, you know, uh, you can even use a washcloth. There are tons of videos on YouTube on how to do a proper lid scrub because it is like one of the number one complaints for ophthalmologists. How do I cure my dry eye? Yeah use your cleanser use a warm scrub um so you're just going to tell them you want to keep the uh you know the margins of your lid clean you're going to scrub and you're going to use a warm compress or you can use artificial tears that and kind that
1: kind of kinda takes care of the first two the, the one same. is where your blephari- blepharitis or the second one where they're getting that burning sensation in the shower when they're cleaning It's like both of those to say just be clean your eyes warm compresses if you're dry if you have dry eye and do that so those two for the third one which is more just the eyes open in some way yeah. is it's that du- you that's dur- on you right? that's, that's on you
0: during the service so this happens a lot when we tape up the lid yeah um so that the lashes are you know aren't falling st- flat on the pad or that the skin sometimes in older clients the skin can get kind of saggy so you want to pull it tight but you have to be sure that your the actual lids aren't parted now if they are it's okay you could you just need to be administering um a, an eye drop and there's some tiers. clients who don't
1: close their eyes all the way right i remember you've seen you've had Clients said i just don't close so for you it was more a matter of putting the artificial tears in the
0: artificial tears in. now lots of people are going to say no you're not supposed to do that because you're not supposed to get the lashes wet we all know that that's not true. It well, doesn't.
1: If you listen to us, you know that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> if you
0: listen to other people, you're like, oh, that's a cardinal sin and I can't do that. So you might yeah. as well turn this podcast off. But you're going to miss out on all the uh, inside. Um...
1: Yeah, scoop. And our 16 years of experience where we've tried this a thousand different ways and we found that. You know what artificial tears have no effect on the longevity of lashes it makes the eyes happier mm-hmm. and it makes the client makes happier, the happier. Mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about the lashes falling out or, or all the other craziness that happens if we're talking about weddings so basically two things they can do if the eyes are open one is don't open them if you can, like if you can just don't push it, pull as far, don't tape as far, just enough to make sure that I stay closed. And if sometimes there's these clients whose eyes are staying open, then just putting artificial tears will help counter that. How often do they need to do the tears? Like every five minutes, every hour, how often would they need to do it?
0: Um... Like once every ten minutes.
1: Ten minutes, about mm-hmm. okay. Five or six times an hour, mm-hmm. depending on how long your appointment is. And um, hopefully you're not having to do that. But I do know there's some clients. I do it.
0: I do yeah. it on every single client.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know I'm saying that their eyes aren't open all the time, but because yeah. of that. Okay, great. So, and also I think the other thing too is check the pad. I mean, if the pad, if the clients complain about discomfort often the pads sliding. Yeah, she'll let you know. She'll let you know and that's something you gotta watch for. I know that we've had a couple of clients get that really red burning sensation because the client said, well the pad I could feel it was sliding up, I didn't want to say anything because some clients are long suffering and don't want to be a pain. And they
0: think that's just the way it's supposed to feel. But you have to watch it. If you're using a gel pad instead of an adhesive one, the gel can swell on contact with the water of the eye. Um, and it, 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 can, it can cause irritation cause the eye is not meant to be bathed in that, that, that gel. It's going to pull water pull from out. the eye and yeah. cause irritation. So, you know, be careful if you're using a gel pad like that. And then something
1: with that is you just often ask how you feeling, right? You just check in with the client or if you see them fidgeting, like you just see them touching their face, moving around. You can see them fidgeting.
0: Yeah. You can also see the water, the eye watering you know and if the eye is watering it's a good indication that That something's not right now sometimes everything can be fine yeah and the client's eye is just continuing to water and that's that's normal for that client
1: yeah and that's just you getting used to it and being around and and being familiar with the situation. So cool. Well, I think that's it. That's our little te- podcast on why your client's why are eyes, eyes
0: stinging. stinging.
1: Yes. And hopefully that helps you guys all out. That said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. That's all we have for you today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LastCastPodcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Marshmallow testney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.